Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join T2 and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. Uh, welcome to the T2 Hubcast with me, Spencer Locker. And me, Tracy Roberts. Morning, Tracy. Good morning. How are you doing? All right? Buzzing. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> it's uh, it's standard, really, nowadays, isn't it? It is. It is. Two coffees I mean, in. Yeah, it's it's um, it's funny. We were talking about um, living the dream and doing the doing the jobs and things like that. And we, we're coming back from the Christmas mm. and New Year break, and there's people mm. going, "Oh, I don't want to go back to work and all that." Mm. Can't wait. We were excited to see everybody, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share all our stories. Yeah, what we can remember anyway. Oh well, yeah, most of them. Most of them about eating cheese. Yeah, and drinking wine. Eating cheese and drinking. I think wine. most of our bodies are eighty percent cheese. <laughs> Apart from Martin, because he can't eat cheese. No. <laughs> but his is wine instead. Do you, do you beat yourself up about that? No. I mean, I'm not as bad as most people because I, I can't overeat. I'm no. sort, sort of yeah. pressing it kind of, it doesn't really sit well with me at all. But um, no, I don't think I do because I think I think if you live 80 20, it doesn't matter, does it? it 80 you know, 20? Like 80% of the time you're kind of mindful of what you're eating, what yeah. you're drinking, and all those things. And 20%, you just go, screw it, it's Christmas. And that yeah. was my 20 right yeah so if i'm sat at home and i'm moving a little bit less and stuff then obviously i'd probably feel a little bit worse but i just keep moving and just mm. keep eating right <laughs> that's my theory <laughs> move 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 but just eat twice as much <laughs> the reason the reason i ask the reason i ask is because um we've got our we've got our own sort of um in 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 ourselves we've got our negotiables yeah. and our non-negotiables haven't we yeah 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 so there's certain things we can let slide we're prepared to let slide yeah not that and these aren't sort of set in stone for everybody they're different for everybody aren't they yeah um but some things you can let slide and and you know what christmas period this is the point where you can wake up in the morning and have cheese and wine or have <laughs> box a bre- fizz a bre- baileys for breakfast <laughs> and, Ooh, and, and cornflakes. Nice. what are you having for breakfast selection box yeah <laughs> some people actually do do that though don't they that's the thing well yeah but the, but again some people don't yeah because yeah. you know what that's wrong yeah, and, and yeah. we could we could well as it sort of suggests to me that I don't want to get all too too heavy about it, but I suppose it's our job. Morals, what what are the what are people's morals and yeah. what are people's ethics and and what's the difference? There, there you go. What's the difference between morals and ethics? That's a really good question, and I'm sure you're going to tell us all. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea for a podcast, though. Well, you know what? Let's yeah. do that. Let's yeah. do that. Let's, Let's do talk that. about it. It's like we just came up with it, <clears throat> isn't it? Isn't it? It's awesome. Just off the top of our head, collectively. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's interesting because I um I, I had this I had this conversation with um a delegate. We were doing a session. We were doing a day one. Okay. So we're doing that that human so iceberg. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about the print uh, the the print things. And uh, we did a print reveal, and then we had a little bit of a Q and A, and we're having mm. a chat. And one of the delegates sort of turned around and went, "How does that work with different? How 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 is it that? Because because when we're in our best selves, yeah. our 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 unconscious motivators are being met in a positive yeah. and proactive way. Yeah. Uh, and we start talking about people who break the law. Yeah. So well, th- this was the thing is I, I sort of said to her, "Do you really think that?" There are burglars out there that are ones yeah. that actually start burglarizing people's houses 
in tears because they know that they've got a, they've got a strong moral compass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, actually, there are burglars out there. There are ones, but mm. they're perfect, correct, and right, and I'm very much on the right yeah. bit of the perfect, correct, and yeah. right means that well, they can justify their actions. Yeah, their mo- their moral code. Yeah. Meet well, and again, well, I suppose it 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 comes down to ethics and morals, doesn't it? Yeah. So so with the ethics. Ethics are really sort of a set of principles, aren't they? Yeah. So ethics are things that are sort of out there, set of principles or, or a theory that sort of decides people's moral values. Yeah. So ethically, things might be right or wrong. I suppose your morals are your own inner beliefs of what's yes. right and wrong, and they may align or may not align with ethics. Absolutely, yeah. So I suppose I suppose, or, or out of that, we're saying that morals are internal. Mm. Uh, in, in intrinsic, yeah, and ethics will be extrinsic, mm-hmm. yeah. That, but so they can be interlinked, in some yeah, or very, form, very much so. Sure. Yeah, there's no, yeah. I don't think there's a clear demarcation yeah. line yeah. between the two. Yeah, and it's like your non-negotiables, isn't it? Like, and I guess if you haven't done any sort of psychometric testing or anything like that, yeah, it's like an unwritten rule. That's the way I see yeah. it. It's like you know your friends' um, outlooks on the world. You get a bit of a bit of an inkling as to what they think is good. It's like, you know, you've always got that friend that will break the rules. Yeah. You've always got that friend that will get very, very upset if you, you know, one, one little decimal point is out of place on, on a spreadsheet or, you know, that the, the rules are not followed to the letter. You've also got people who are kind of more open to getting things done by whatever means necessary. And you've got other people who go, well, hang on, is that right for the people? Is it, you mm. know, and, and and so some people lean more into sort of the personal side of things mm. and the human elements of things. Some people it's more about doing the right thing maybe yeah. as well. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you do get a bit of an idea. If you, if you spend enough time with someone, you kind of see what, you know, what they think is important to them. You don't always know the deeper kind of rooted I guess, causes of that or mm. why they feel like that, which is why print, which is what we do from a psychometric yeah. testing perspective, gives us a bit of an indication as to, you know, who is more likely to be a rule breaker, <laughs> who's more likely to care about other people, yeah. um, and actually who who really feels strongly about the subject they're passionate about, mm. and, and they're more likely to be like a dog with a bone if, if they're wronged, basically. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. It, yeah, I mean, when we start talking about rule breakers, there are there, there are some people out there who'll say, "Give me a rule." Well, it's the old um, the old Marlon Brando is what you're rebelling against. What you got? Yeah, yeah. I'll just <laughs> you give me some. I'll rebel against yeah. it. But there's other people who it's not necessarily the 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 willingness to break rules, but the vision or the focus on what the outcome needs to be. Yeah, so so sure. we, we I mean we we've, we've found this with with um and, and again I don't really want to sort of um cast aspersions or or, or 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 broad brush things but there's certain unconscious motivators that are very much focused on achievement yeah, and, and, and getting getting this outcome and achieving what yeah, it is yeah. and how they achieve that well that's actually secondary yeah, it's the achievement and I will achieve this in whatever way I need to because that's the achievement yeah. However, there's there's other unconscious motivators that actually I know what the achievement needs to be, but it needs to be done in the right way. Yeah, and, it, so and, and if you don't get to corners, do it that way, yeah, yeah, it's there's where we get shadow behaviours. Yeah. And and th- and this is the thing is if you've got these two people working on the same project, and one person is fo- very much focused on the outcome and is prepared to cut corners to achieve that, 
Whereas you're working with somebody, no, 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 no cutting corners because that's, that's going right. to compromise the integrity of what we're, do- and we're integrity doing. Integrity is a good word, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people really in line with these things, you know, both morals and ethics to a degree. Hmm. There's a, there's an alignment with ethics um, and, and and how they see the world and what the right thing to do is. And, um, and I think for that reason alone, sometimes when you're working with someone and you say, why are they acting that way? I think sometimes it is usually down to the way you're going about something not sitting well with them if that mm. makes sense yeah um and you might be looking at that member of your team as an example thinking why are they asking so many questions why do they feel like they're being a bit disruptive you know why they're dragging the heels whatever it might be and actually it's usually aligned to one of these two things isn't it yeah yeah and in this day and age it's even more important i mean <clears throat> I don't know. I'm trying to think of different roles I've been in and and I have definitely, definitely been on the darker side of things where things that have been done don't sit well with me. Hmm. And I can definitely reflect on it now and think I was definitely in shadow. Yeah. And in some of those meetings, like, I, I mean, I'm sat now because I was a bit cold there with my hmm. arms folded, but I was going into a meeting with my arms folded. Yeah. And the entire time I was sat there, I was thinking this is wrong. Now, because of my internal drivers, it was usually people related. Yeah. So if people are not being treated fairly or looked after, mm-hmm. or there's not an element of care or humanistic tendency in there, that's the sort of thing that's going to affect me. Yeah. Um, and I can I can honestly tell you that they were definitely not getting the best of me in those instances. And I have been in one job actually where I've left because of that. Yeah. And I felt that strongly about it that I yeah. couldn't do it the way people were being treated. Um, and I've been in other companies where it's not been direct. It's not been there as in, mm. in that building or in that like close environment. It's been a bigger picture, like maybe where we've sourced things from. Mm. Um, and I mean, I, I guess if you think about it this way, it's like possibly me and you think of it differently because of the kind of backgrounds we've got. Yeah. Maybe because we've been in the forces. And yeah. Do you think that maybe plays a part for us actually? Because um, <clears throat> you do get directly I, yeah. linked within those positions in the in the forces don't you yeah it's a really strong having strong morals and ethics i think yeah and i i i think it's it's again i don't think it's black and white no but um i think that i think that it's it's probably influential because we know we're part of a bigger picture yeah um and 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 when we start talk, when I start talking about we're all part of a bigger picture, it's very much a team environment. Mm. You're very uh, unless you're in a, a specialist role or specialist environment. Very yeah. rarely are you self. It's just yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So um, you get that bigger that 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 vision of I am part of a bigger picture, mm. uh, and therefore um, you'll probably find that your your thoughts are more to do with the team and the people who stood next mm. to you rather than what you're what you've got yeah, to do yeah so i mean uh, I, I don't know about you but i've worked thinking back to when i was in the forces i worked with some absolutely brilliant officers yeah and i've worked for some throbbers <laughs> yeah uh, and 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 the thing is people might turn around and say well that must have been difficult to work for them and actually i just shifted my focus so i wasn't working for the officer i was working for that nco because i respected that nco and i yeah. was prepared to do what i had to do yeah. yes okay so the officer yeah, yeah. i mean i mean this is this is um this is quite sort of timely really because it's new year's honors 
Yeah. So so you 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 get to this point usually where New Year's honors list and this officer would get an OBE or an MBE or a whatever, and you sort of sat there thinking, I did that. Mm. I did that. You might have organized it or you might have had a hand in it, but <laughs> you've been recognized. It's um OBE was always always known as other blokes' efforts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and things like that. I was I think I think you've got a really valid point there, actually. I think it, it but it does. I, I was thinking more about the bigger picture for me with ethics. I oh. was thinking sometimes people's morals in the forces weren't great. <laughs> we'll leave that there. It. We'll just yeah, we'll just leave that like to, for you to for those of you yeah. who are ex forces, you can have a little chuckle because you know what we're talking about. Just think of like going somewhere in the Middle East or wherever you are on a run ashore, and think of the absolute messes you end up in. But. You know, I was thinking more along the lines of your your ethics will probably be linked to this bigger picture. Hmm. So thinking about things like, you know, if I was in the Gulf yeah. and I was serving in the Gulf and we knew why we were doing what yeah. we were doing because of the lack of ethics yeah. elsewhere. Yes. Or if you were in a humanitarian situation where hmm. the ethics were not great and you were then going in on behalf of those people yes. to deal with that disaster. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. ethics were, is really like, it's what drives you. You feel everybody in that mess deck felt strongly yeah. about going in to rescue someone or, you know, in the middle of the ocean, stopping a ship to bust it for drugs. Yeah. Right. Our ethics were all the same in mm. like in that, in that ship at that, that time. Yeah. Our morals might all be different, but slightly differently aligned maybe, but the ethics drove us yes. to do that job. And yeah. I, I think that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah, there? okay. Cause a, and then in a business, it's the same, isn't it? Like, yes. So if you think about, if you're in an organization where all of your ethics are aligned um, and it's all for the greater co- it's cause, isn't it? Yeah. And all those things, then you're more likely to have a really highly performed team because it, it almost links with your purpose. Mm. You know, and I think with millennials and Gen Zs, particularly coming through in newer generations, mm. they're becoming more aligned with those things. And actually, there's a lot of research that suggests that people are actually leaving jobs these days because of the lack of ethics. Well, it's funny you should say that. Yeah, yeah but it's very. Um, uh, I've been working with a client recently, um, no names, but um, within that team, there was older people and there was younger people. And, and during the discussion, mm. it became quite clear. Um, that the younger people, uh, it's very, very important for them that the organisation they they work for do the right thing. They, they are ethically difference. sound. Yeah. I mean, we talk about ethics, ethically sourcing things. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's it's all over yeah. ethically sourced um, coffee and and things because yeah. that's very important. Well, it's important coffee. to me and you. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's but but actually for an organisation. Mm. It's um it's very important that they're doing the right thing, and is, and, yeah. and I suppose that from an ethical way, uh, from an ethical viewpoint, um, if you can sit there and you can go, yes, I I know yeah. to my soul that yeah. we are doing the right thing for the right reasons. Yeah. Whereas there's going to be other people, and this is where we start talking about um the the potential for mental health issues, emotional health issues, yeah. is the, right, you know what, I'm sitting here, I'm taking a massive wage, uh, uh, and, and but something, but, doesn't, but sit something right. just sit, doesn't sit right for me. So there's a compromise mm-hmm. there. And again, if if that compromises to the point where you, it's, it's impacting on your non-negotiables, yeah. then how is that going to affect you as a person? But it, it, could you not think it can <clears> seesaw <throat> as well? So like, I mean, I was, I was reading some research recently about um, people who work in like, 
I don't know, solicitors as an example. Right. And, you know, a lot of them have got their own morals and obviously a high mm. level of ethics. But what they were reported in this particular survey that I was looking at was that a lot of people are leaving that profession now because mm. actually they feel like to get ahead, they have to have bad ethics oh. sometimes. Um, right. And the research was sort of saying that they sort of feel forced into going against what they believe in mm. because you know there's so many cloak and dagger things go on you know the billable hours whatever it might be that needs to get pushed through to hit targets or whatever it might be to get ahead yeah that they're feeling they're being because they're going against their morals so much yeah right, that being allowed to happen in that environment that they mm. either choose to leave or as you said they stay mm. take the big wage but for the rest of their career do not feel good about it yeah. you know and and i can't even imagine doing that long term and uh, and thinking about the damage that can do to your soul really because mm. you know everybody deserves to be happy at work and you've got to look at what's like you say your non-negotiables so you know we look back to some simple stuff so let's think back to was it was it primark years ago and there was all that stuff about slavery making yeah. you're, you're buying this product really cheaply but this is what they do yeah what did they have to do that to flip it on its head and start talking about right we're going to be open and honest about what we do and ethically sourcing things and treating people fairly and where they get their products from and every company seemed to follow suit after that mm. didn't it yeah which was interesting because it did show a bit of a flip-flop because the younger generation are used to disposable clothing and you know mm. just buying a new outfit the following weekend whatever it might be so they're happy to take that but they also want this other side which is the you know you've got to source it correctly you've got to do the right thing i think it's quite interesting that some people's kind of morals and ethics do get challenged sometimes within mm. a situation like that i mean i guess another way to look at it would be cost of living crisis yeah like your morals might be set one way and there's there's a set of ethics there but as you said, you've got to earn a wage because mm -hmm. the, the rising costs or, I don't know, you've got to feed your family. You've yeah. got to, you know, and... <clears throat> yeah, so you might be doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so I say, and, and again, when I say doing the wrong thing, I'm not sort of saying that if you're not doing the right thing, then, then you're automatically a Bond villain stroking a cat and living in a <laughs> volcano. Yeah, but... But but yeah, it's just that yeah. thing that 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 compromises your morals, where it doesn't sit right for you. But you have you feel you have no choice, yeah. Um, because you know what, there's not there's there may not no. be that many jobs out there, and and it's it's whether <clears> or not that company are being so like I, you know like I say I've been in a situation where there's been a bit of a problem in the business, and I've sat there the whole time thinking that's not right, we're not treating people fairly, and this is you know, and it's gone against my morals a hundred percent. And now understanding my print, it does help me understand why I've been so pissed off in the past, mm. and why I've chose to leave jobs and stuff like that. Um, but I think with some companies, I think it's smoke and mirrors. Sometimes there'll be this kind of like. I guess this is what our code of ethics is and mm. this is the way we do things. But yeah. actually when you're in there, yeah. it maybe doesn't naturally feel like that sometimes or there's little pockets of toxicity that are kind of yeah. different. And and I guess maybe <clears throat> that's that's where the whole, you know, you can say one thing, but it's what you do that's important. Yeah, you, can, you talk the talk, but walk, uh, don't walk the walk. Yeah. We've, we're, I've worked with organisations um, that, that have, you know what, they've got a really, really, um, robust culture and ethics yeah. policy. Yeah. 
Um, but you know what? When it comes to the bottom line, that's usually the first thing that gets compromised. Absolutely. And there's no two ways about it. No. When you talk, you can you could talk to this this organization, and they're really proud as punch that they've got the mission, they've got yeah. the vision, they've got the goals, and and they've got this culture and values thing. Mm. Um, but ultimately, it's making a book for your shareholders. And when yeah. and when and yeah. that's the thing is, um, where, where it's nice and robust, and it's it's written on on walls. Yeah, written on they've got walls. written on walls. Written and, on walls and, to me is just a lot of bollocks. Yeah, it's got to be a lifeblood, doesn't it? Yeah, um, and and I definitely would be that person who, if I didn't feel good about it, yeah, or I thought that there was a lie within those ethics that the line wasn't being towed or whatever it might yeah. be, because of the way I'm built. Yeah, I would be like, sort it out or I'm off. Yeah, um, and but other people, like you say, if they're kind of more on the reflective side of things, would probably bubble about that and might even take its toll on them over years because they wouldn't mm. be brave enough to speak up. Yeah, or to call it out or whistleblow or whatever it might be. Yeah, um, and I, I can't even imagine what that would be like long term. Well, this, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, when when you start talking about, I mean, this particular company, or, well, sorry, not this particular company. Yeah. Um, but when you've got this nice, robust of uh, culture and values piece, mm. uh, and then you start talking to the people on the uh, the on the shop floor on the bottom line, yeah. and they're sort of minimum, maybe just above minimum wage, but they're not necessarily well, what, what is it that they want to do? Well, they want to earn more money, don't they? Mm. Well, to be able to earn more money, you've got to put more work in or you've got to be seen to be putting more work in. So now you're looking at people on the on the shop floor who are minimum wage-ish and they're sat there going, well, that's a load of bobbins. That's mm. We don't do that and we don't do that. Yeah. But when you start talking to their managers, they've got to tow the party line. Yeah, yeah? So they yeah. sort of say, well, we do do that and we do. Well, what does that look like? But th- these are people who, let's say, they're contracted to do forty hours work a year, oh, oh, mm. a year, oh, 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 forty hours work a week. Um, but actually, they're doing sixty, mm. seventy, yeah. Um, and and they're doing that because you know what? I've got to stay with this company because the wages are good. Mm. Yeah? yeah. But but again, this is the morals and ethic ethical sort of. Some people well, will bend and others won't. Yeah, that's it. You know, some people will walk, and I think you're right. I think with a lot of especially with the newer I mean think back to you know generations gone by you got a job job for life or you know you were there and you wanted to do your time at least so you know there might be things that are questioning your morals the ethics might not feel right to you but you would probably toe it the line a little bit I think as the generations have got more savvy and we've got more aware of what's going on in the world and you know global warming and you know you know saving the planet and you know all those things that are very visible to us now yeah. like you know just just the things that you see on telly every single day about yeah. you know people suffering in the world the the plastic in the ocean yeah. you know all those things it, it comes down to sometimes the basics doesn't it in a business mm. are we using sustainable equipment are we you know are we using recycled paper you know are we where do we source these things from who where are the workers based do they get treated fairly yeah it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and rightly so yeah absolutely rightly so in this day and age um but it definitely pushes us to a new level of thought that's what i think yeah um and i think maybe that's where if you are conscious of what your morals are like really i guess in tune with that Mm. 
when you look at a business, there's a lot of research that suggests that people actually look at that first these days. They yeah. look at, you know, what do you do to make a difference in the world? Yeah. Um, and the reality is if I feel that you're not doing anything else for the planet other than mm. just run your business, I'm not interested. Well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it, the, the, there's, there's a number of different things there. There's that awareness yeah, an increased awareness, but that gets split up, up as well. Mm. So it's a self-awareness, yeah. but it's awareness of the big picture as in the, the, the global situation, whether it's sustainability, recycling, mm. um, all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's also an awareness of the organisation. Mm. So it might have been in the past, the organisation might turn around and say, this is us, this is our message to the world, yeah. this is what we're going to achieve, and these are our cultures and values. And you go, right, okay, so that's what you're saying. What are other people saying about you? Yeah. So well, like when you go into, is it Glassdoor? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as you start looking at some of the reports that people reality. are saying, yeah, yeah, and sort of saying, well, that's bobbins, and you yeah. know what, we do this and do that, and yeah. sweatshop, and 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 it's yeah. all about the bottom line and profits and blah blah blah. Smoky mirrors, and yeah, you know, like I say, it's all very well sticking a poster on the wall, but you know, if you, it's like entrapment, isn't it? If you're not honest, like someone comes for a job, um, and this is why I feel really strongly about like how we interview people these days and how honest yeah. we both need to be. It, you know, it's important for most people that you fit the role, as in it fits your, we'll call it genius for for the sake mm. of it, what, what you're really great at, what gives you joy. But it's also important that you understand how you fit into that business and where the bigger picture in the world is. Yeah. And if it's sold to you is look, this is the poster on the wall, this is what we are, and then you get in there and it's not like that. Mm. It's soul destroying mm. because some people probably, I, I imagine now, even some of you listening right now, might be in, like you said, in the perfect job for you in terms of a role. Yeah. But both those things that we've been talking about today have been questioned a few times or constantly questioned. Yeah. Or you actually might be in a different job to what you imagined because you've tried to go do the other job yeah. and you just couldn't align with the morals or the ethics yeah. side of things. It's weird, isn't it? How like, something like that can really affect how you, how you think and how you feel about the world um, yeah. and how much you give back. Yeah. Because if you're, you know, if you're being challenged constantly, are you going to be the most proactive peer? Are you going to be the one who wants to mentor other people around what's going on in that business? Well, yeah. How, how do you affect the other people? Mm. How do you influence? Because mm. if you're, if you're Mr. or Mrs. Grumpy Pants, because you're, because <laughs> you're, your morals are compromised because yeah. at some stage you were willing to to um, to compromise on this thing here, but now you're not so much because of yeah whatever. How is that going to influence the other people you work with? Is that going to promote a, a, a good place to work? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, mm. but are you in the right place? Because, yeah. Yeah. again, when we start talking about this awareness mm. and it's self-awareness, well, this doesn't sit right with me. Mm. Well, what am I going to do about it? And, and I think that's what the most important thing to remember here is, you know, that before you do look for that next role or before you do consider rising the ranks in that business, mm. you've got to spend some time thinking about that. I mean, you've got to spend yeah. some time thinking about in the long term, my morals are X, where I'm going, the ethics sit like this. Yeah. Do they align? Um, and it's almost like when we do that role alignment piece, it's like mm. if you've got 12 questions and you tick high, you know, you score them high on mm. say 10 of them and you go, right, there's 10 things that really suit me about being in this role. Yeah. That sits well with my unconscious motivator. It's probably a bit of morals in there as well. Yeah. But there's two things here that really do make me question my role mm. or not enjoy my role. Yeah. What are those two things? If they're linked with ethics, 
the reality is they'll probably overshadow those other things yeah. in the long term. Yeah, so yeah. my advice would be if you are really someone who's driven by that element of things before you find your next job, yeah, look at things <clears throat> like that first. Yeah. Because it's not, we all talk about culture, <clears throat> culture is huge. Yeah. But the other part of that is this, isn't it? It's like yeah. how you treat your people, what you do, what you give back to the world. Well, as you said, living into your values. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So if you're going to go and look for that next that next role or you're going to think about staying in that business and rising the ladder, you've got to make sure that that is, is aligned because, yeah. you know, long-term, that can make you pretty crap, like in terms of like your, not just your outputs, just your mental health, mm. but also your outputs. So if, yeah. you, if you're a leader <clears throat> and you're looking at a member of the team who, you know, usually produces great work, the first thing you consider when they're all of a sudden changing is, oh, what's changed or, or, or it should be that, yeah. not just they're rubbish now, but you know, what's changed, what's not sitting well. And maybe some of that stuff is the environment and stuff going on, but could there be a little bit of a, we've seen this, haven't we, in print workshops where, you know, all of a sudden we're having this conversation between leaders or people in the team. And this person then realized what triggers this response in, from this other human yeah. and goes, oh, Oh my god, I do that all the time, and I don't yeah. even I didn't even realize that yeah. that drives you insane. Um, so I think the two are completely linked, aren't mm -hmm. they? And I think interpersonal understanding then allows us, yeah, to understand. You know, is that person perfect, correct, or right? Are they risk averse? Yeah. You know, are they really you know big on the environment, whatever it might be, yeah. and what's going to be important? Will that overshadow the work they have to do if yeah. that isn't right? Yeah, because. I think we need to look at it from both perspective, from an employee, mm. employer perspective. Mm. What can I do to to do the right thing, or yeah. can I not control that? Yeah. Um. And from an employee's perspective, you have the choice. Yeah. You can you can stay there or you can move on. I know it's not as simple as that. No. But but lot, it's your it's the thing that you can control. It is yeah, controlling the controllable. Mm. And if you want to make a bigger difference in the world, then you have to make a better decision. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't yeah. it amazing how we can talk about this just off the off the top of our heads? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully there's a little bit of pearls of wisdom in there somewhere. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's definitely something we're thinking about, isn't yes, it? And I think definitely. even if you're just looking at it from your internal organizational <clears throat> perspective, you know, what is yeah. it you like about, you know, the ethics side of things? Yeah. And what would you change if you could? If you could. Yeah. Excellent. The difference between morals and ethics. Tracy Roberts, thank you very much for half an hour of your time. Yeah. No worries. Absolute pleasure. Always, always a pleasure. Always. Uh, and we'll see you again on the next T2 Hubcast. So thank you very much. Bye-bye now. now.